You've got two choices. Either you live on campus or you live off campus. So what should you do? There are positives and negatives between both. And in this episode, you're going to be hearing from two students who got to do both. One prefers to live on campus and the other prefers to live off campus. And now you're probably wondering, well, how is this going to help me, Justin, if they each like one over the other? It's going to help because how much do you know about living on or off campus? I'm going to assume that if you knew a ton, you'd probably just skip over this episode, but you've already listened to almost a minute of it, so that means that you probably want to know this information. Saying all that, stay to the end for some final cheat codes. Definitely number one would be their distance to classes. I know we're in COVID and most classes are online, but at least before COVID, um, my off-campus housing was about an eight-minute walk to all my classes. And of course, that ends up saving a lot of time because like, I have friends that used to have 20-minute bus rides or, th- or they used to, like if they had to walk, it'd take them about an hour, hour and a half to walk to campus. So that was one of the best, uh, one of the biggest advantages. And the other amenities on campus, so for example, a gym, like our rec, our rec center was like a solid five minutes uh, from like five minute walk from my place. Um, so being close to the amenities, being close to classes, um, that all really helped. That's Devesh, who just graduated from Western University, and this is probably the best reason to live on campus, and honestly, you're not going to realize this until you have an hour gap between classes and you're able to go back to your room for a quick 30-minute nap. You just can't do that when you live off campus, unless you have a car, where, I mean, I've done it in the past where you take a nap with the windows down for like 30 minutes or so. It's just better if you have a room. I still think that there are a lot of different benefits of being on campus, especially if you're a first-year student. It's usually a lot easier to meet students when you're on campus because you have other roommates, you have neighbors, and there generally are more students who are out and about during the daytime because of classes. Now, in terms of timing, I completely agree with Brittany here. She attends the University of Washington, and when she says that it is the best time to meet people, she means it. If you're an extrovert, you're going to meet people regardless. But if you're an introvert, living on campus will force you to meet new people, whether that's your randomly assigned roommate or because your RA decides that they want to do some fun activity for your floor. When you're living alone or you're living off campus, you typically don't have those forced events, which probably means you'll never meet your neighbor. Many people that I know have become best friends with the people on their floor from their freshman year, and they're still close with them even years after graduating. And then one last benefit of being on campus is just really the different opportunities that you have because with clubs, sometimes they meet late at night or in the evenings. And when you're on campus, it's usually a shorter walk away. So then you're more likely to go and experience the more nightlife, if you will. Now on the topic of meeting people is student clubs. These can be a goldmine of finding other motivated students interested in what you are, but the only problem is when you live an hour away, chances of you driving back to campus around 7 during traffic are probably a lot less than if it was just a 5 minute walk. For me and many of the people that I talk to, the biggest value about college is who you get to meet. Now, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing doesn't matter. What does is that if you leave college without a network, it's going to be much harder for you to find a job. These student clubs only take a couple hours a week to attend, and if you do, it can be another spot where you get to meet new people who you never know where they're going to end up in the future. Alright, now for the last positive of living on campus. My on-campus 
structure also had food covered as I could have cooked myself. So um, my cooking skills aren't the best exactly. So I had an on-campus meal plan as well. If you aren't a chef, then the meal plan can be really important for you. But personally, I like to cook. Now, saying that I sucked at cooking at the beginning, but living on my own forced me to get better. To me, cooking isn't that hard, and I learn a lot from YouTube. And I think that cooking for yourself is actually a positive for living off campus too, because you can have more control over how healthy or unhealthy you eat. Plus, it can be a lot cheaper. Speaking about price... I think the main difference between living on campus and off campus comes down to two things, so price and independence. For price, living on campus generally is a lot more expensive than living off campus because off campus there are a lot more options for where you can live and usually how many people you live with. So the more students who are living with you, if you're in a house for instance, you can really bring the rent down by a lot more compared to on campus. This can be huge. On campus at UCF probably cost around $1,000 to $1,500 a month for a dorm. That was honestly tiny. Now, I knew of a friend who had a four-bedroom house with two baths and was paying about $300 plus utilities a month. Now, that's every single person was paying about $300 plus utilities. You can save a lot of money living off campus if you're smart about it. And something that I didn't know is that if you live in the affiliated off-campus dorms, you probably will be paying similar prices to campus housing. The real gems are the houses that you can rent out with your friends. So where can you learn more about off-campus housing? So most universities have an off-campus housing department that are um, that are super helpful. Like my, at my university, Western, we had an off-campus housing department and they are pretty helpful overall. Um, so I would definitely recommend checking those out. And then of course, you have all the rental websites that are in a specific city that you're in. So for example, right now I'm in Toronto and we have rentals.ca, which is a, which is like the main rental website, which a lot of students use, um, or condos.ca. That's another one that a lot of students use as well. So Check out your local websites that are in your cities and then also check out the off-campus housing department at your university. They are super, super, super helpful and they have advisors that are literally hired for this whole purpose, basically, you know? And remember all of those clubs and stuff that we talked about earlier? That's how you get access to this. There are a few places where students can find off-campus housing and overall, I would recommend that you talk to upperclassmen and figure out how they found their current housing place because upperclassmen are generally the people who are living off campus. Now I know we talked about price earlier and I mentioned the word utilities. This is something that many people forget about. So I know that in the starting when you look at your off campus and on campus there'll only be a couple of hundred dollar difference between each month. However I've found at times, this is at times, definitely on average off, off campus housing is, is cheaper but at times when you're going in for off campus housing there's some hidden costs. For example internet utilities like heat water um, hydro all that kind of stuff and normally with your on-campus housing everything is covered including your internet your uh, heat water um, hydro all that kind of stuff so i would definitely recommend doing a proper cost calculation adding in other things because it's hidden costs when you're living off uh, off campus uh, and then make your comparison and then for example when i made my comparison between off and on I said that that was a very small difference and I was willing to pay that small difference per month um, for me to be have the convenience of living on campus with the hidden costs that came off living at, uh, at on-campus apartments. And the final cheat code is about roommates. 
another cheat code that I have is to, again, talk to the upperclassmen. And if you are taking classes with any other students, befriend them because you never really know who might be your roommate. I personally had a couple of roommates. One of them was random and the other one was not. And it turned out to be a really great experience. But I know a bunch of other friends who took classes with people and they ended up being roommates. So no matter what you choose, make sure that you are surrounding yourself with people who will support you, whether you're on campus or off campus, because college is all about relationships. We just released a whole episode about roommates. So check it out if you want to learn more about how to find the best fit for your roommate. But long story short, there is no right answer for living on or off campus. Everyone's scenario is just a little different. Now, if I were to do it again, I would live on campus for my first year so that I can get the real college experience of living in a dorm and then also get to meet all those people on my floor, plus join all the student clubs and really build out my network. And then for the next three years, I'd find a few of my friends to find a house that's close to my campus and then just rent it out so that I could save a bunch of money. But I'd love to know what you would do. So send me an email at justin at getyourgrindup.com and let me know why you'd live on or off campus. And well, that's about it. I'm out.